Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon. My name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here at Precious Predicament Blog Talk Radio. I'm trying to log on to my Facebook Live at the same time because today is just one of those days when you say when something just ain't going to go right, and nothing go right for me today. I want to just really just get back in the bed and start all over today. But with that being said, I want to thank you for joining me here. I also want to thank my loyal listeners who join in, basically click in to listen as I do the show on Mondays from 12 until 1 and on Tuesdays. Now, it's crazy. I can't even go on to Facebook Live, this is just like, really, Jeanette, really? I, I just I just don't get it. And I'm really hoping that today my daughter called in, because I did ask her to call in. And today, like I always say, is one of those shows where it is a interesting show. However, many, unless you are just basically under, under a rock, because some individuals really don't like dealing with this, but today, the show is entitled Being a Mother. Now, when we talk about being a mother, being a mother means different things to different people. And when I say different things to different people, because some individuals say that being a mother is easy. They always say that um, having a child is a gift from God. But then sometimes I kind of wonder, and I question that, is that really, you know, they say don't question God, but it makes me kind of wonder, is that really true, that being a mother is really a gift from God, or a child is a gift from God? Because sometimes kids can just really just want to test you and challenge your last nerve. I'm still trying to go on to Facebook Live, so I'm going to have to go on on this phone, so I hope that it will do it right. It's turning around because it won't let me do it from my iPad. I so I apologize for the delay on Facebook, but um, for some reason, this iPad just didn't want to act right. So, like I said, so today's show is entitled Being a Mother. Now, we talk about being a mother. I want to know what does it mean to you to be a mother? I want to talk to some of the parents out there, and I would like for them to share not only being a mother, but what is the best thing to you about being a mother? And not only that, what was the worst thing about being a mother? I shared when I was talking to my daughter, and I told her I wanted her to call in and give her input on the show today because... You know, some individuals are mothers by a lot of different means. We have single mothers. We have two-parent homes. We have where people get married before they have children, and and they, you know, wait to have children. They they go about this what they call the right way. And then we have some individuals that are foster parents, and they're still being a mother. And so we have also grandparents, even though they was a parent, because apparently you can't be a grandparent without having a child first for that child to make you a grandparent. So like I said, there's a lot of ways that individuals become mothers and motherhood. And is it as easy as they say? Is it really a blessing? Or is it tiresome? Can it be just a little bit too much sometimes? Because I said when I was putting this together, I am the mother of two, oh, Lord Jesus, I'm just almost, I'm the mother of two adult children. And I was one, and I saw what my auntie had posted about the thing of, wait a second, you know you need to call in the one that's watching, because you're a mother, too. And you can talk about it. I want to say you have your mother's day. So when we started talking about this, you know, I was one that thought, when my child turned 18, I'm done. It's around. I ain't got to do nothing else. But I learned, when my child turned 18, Lord, it seemed like something was okay, so the hell just opened. He started getting into all kinds of problems and troubles. I like, really? There was no how to be a mother when it came to stuff like that. So a lot of times we start talking about motherhood, a lot of times individuals don't know, in some cases, what to do. So 
So if you want to join in on the conversation, give me a call at 516-387-1914. Again, 516-387-1914, because I do not like talking to myself. I want to hear that other individual pastors are want to share, and I want to know what are you going to do on Sunday as you acknowledge Mother's Day? Because as I said earlier, a lot of individuals, including myself, we're going to be spending Mother's Day a little different with being a mother because my mother passed away in 2008 of breast cancer. And I remember when my mother used to, we would do things for her on Mother's Day. I would always drive down to Compton to go visit her on Mother's Day and do something special. And my mother kind of was telling us, even though we wasn't prepared for her passing, I'm not going to always be here. And every day should be Mother's Day when it comes to your parents because you should always honor thy mother and thy father. But a lot of times, many of us took our mothers for granted. We thought they were always going to be there. You know, we would do things, or when we were younger, we'd get mad, and I can't wait till I get grown. And we didn't know what it took. We didn't know some of the sacrifices that many of our mothers endured. Now, I'm going to ask something on Facebook. I didn't know Facebook. It was on um, Pinterest. And it talks about being a mother is not about what you gave up to have a child, but it's about what you gain from loving one. And that's deep. Because, like I said, it means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And I commend the single mothers out there that are struggling, trying to do, trying to make ways. And I'm not going to beat men up or anything in that nature. And I know that there's a lot of different circumstances because sometimes individuals wanted a child and one really sometimes think about that man and just wants to be a mother. But what does being a mother really mean? Now, I'm looking at some information, and it talks about what being a mother means to me. And this article basically indicates, it says, being a mom means that I am a better person because of you. But is that true? I want to be better. I want to do better. I want to act better. I want to live better because of you. Being a mom means making tough decisions, but knowing those decisions are in the best interest of your child. And being a mom means everything to me. Now, these are just some of the quotes that some individuals indicated about being a mom. I can go back to my days of being a mom, and I was a young mother. I was 19 when I gave birth to my son. I really didn't do music. My mother was kind of like just taking over. You know, she was like, I just basically had him for her, it seemed like, because she just spoiled him to death. But by that same token, I didn't understand a lot of the challenges that individuals were going to be going through. Now, when I had my son at 19, I saw and I witnessed a lot of things that my grandmother went through where she had literally buried two adult sons before, by the time they were 25. So I saw her pain. You know, I wasn't, I mean, I was younger, basically, when a lot of these things happened. But by that same token, I saw what it was like for her, but I wouldn't want to feel that pain. Now we have mothers that are burying their children. We have mothers that are going through some things. We have individuals going to jail and prisons and watching. So I kind of looked at my life and said, I didn't want to experience or go through some of the things that I watched my mother and my brother go through. Now, my mother, I watched my mother go through things with her mother, not just the things that she went through, just, you know, even though my mother was a hardworking woman and, you know, we never been with homeless, we never been without food, we never, any of those things. So, But we didn't know how hard it was for her to obtain some of the things that she may have obtained. And like I said, and then when Mother's Day would come up or we would give her flowers, my mother didn't like live flowers. She, I remember she was just so mean one time. She took some flowers and threw them on the ground and stepped on I was like, really? Really? You know? And she was like, well, you can bring me my flowers when I'm dead. I used to be like, really? But by that same token, that was just her perception of that. Now i got to go to Inglewood Park Cemetery 
this week to go take her some flowers, but I make sure I don't never take my flowers. I always take the fake ones. That way I just go throw them away, buy some more, replace them that way. Now, again, when we start talking about that, and let's talk a little bit about what being a mother, the best things that, about being a mother. And don't say the child tax credit. <laughs> don't say, you know, I got somebody to write off as a dependent. I, I kind of wish I had that right about now, but I don't. Now, when we talk about the joy of being a mother, and like I said, there are individuals that are young mothers, they're older mothers, because there are some women that did not have children until they became more mature or after they graduated college or did other things in life, you know. And then there's those parents that basically waited until their late 30s, early 40s to have a child. Mothers are coming at a variety of different ages. We don't see as many teen parents as we did years ago. I know back when I was back in the 80s, there were a lot of teen parents. We don't see that as, as much. Now, I want to talk about, I'm looking at an article, and they talk about the top 10 joys of being a mother. And it indicates that being a mother is one of the hardest jobs in the world, yet the most rewarding. So I will bear to differ. Hi, Joanne. Joanne, I need you to text me about being a mother because you know I waited till the last minute to put this show out. So I got to do better. But being a mother, and I know, and like I said, there are some parents out there like me, Joanne, only had one child. So that one child is like, what was it like being a parent to one child versus being a parent to three or five, sometimes more children? Now, looking at this article, and it talks about that they wonder about motherhood, and is motherhood for everybody? Now, I'm going to say all mothers are not maternal. They're really not. But that don't mean that they don't have to be acknowledged on Mother's Day. And sometimes wonder if they made the right decision. Joanne said she had her, Joanne, you were 33? Woo-wee! <laughs> Joanne said she was 33 when she had her first child. You know, I look back, I'm glad I had my children when I was younger. I, I, I really do because it's crazy because you said you had your first child at 33. I had my first grandchild at 36. 36, I'm a grandmother. So, you know, and what you say, thank you for teaching us so much. Thank you. welcome. you welcome, young lady. You know you can call in, okay? Now, when we start talking about making the right decision, and sometimes decisions may not, or you may feel you don't have a choice. But, you know, it, it is a decision in some cases because I heard some people say, they'll say that they don't want children. They, they're scared to be a mother. And a lot of times that's for a lot of different reasons. Okay, see, my baby, she, she called in. She is so obedient. Let me log her in because I know she's going to fuss at me. Hello, Miss Letitia, even though sometimes you act like you my mama. How you doing? Hello, Jeanette. Person who has disrupted me from my day off. <laughs> you know what? I appreciate you because stuff's just not working. <laughs> it's like, what did I tell you yesterday? That's what I had you for. <laughs> because that's what parents, mothers are supposed to do. You know, you you need to be. I mean, now you are a mother, and you know, and you were you were a good child. I'm not gonna say anything that you wasn't, because you were a, a, a very easy child for me. And being a mother to you has truly, truly been a blessing. It really has. But now, in your adult life, I'd be like, oh, sometimes you just, whew. okay. So being a mother means service is always demanded and expected. Most of the times without a break. Sometimes you don't feel you got a break. And I think, Tisha, that's where you and I may be like now because I want a break and you want a break and we both be wanting a break at the same time and we both can't have a break. And then I be wanting to be the mother and then you be letting me like, I'm on now. I don't have to do these things. like try to make my car be in sync with my Bluetooth and, and I don't be knowing how to do these things. But when we start talking about that break, now, I'm going to ask, and sometimes it's about a mother, you're always worried about your children. Now, I'm going to say, I don't always worry. That I don't do. Some people be like, you don't worry about raising up? No, because I'm not going to drive myself crazy over that, because I watched my grandparents do that. I watched how my battery is near empty. Time to recharge. You know what? Battery is near 
Time to recharge. <laughs> I don't know how to recharge this thing. Let me turn this thing off. I got the speaker on. And now this thing want to tell me I got to recharge. And I don't even Time to recharge. Okay, let me unplug this speaker. You know my patience. See? Some just don't be. Time to recharge. How do you recharge this doggone battery? I mean, the speaker. Ready to tear. You know what? You just said my battery is near empty. Okay. All right, Tisha. So I'm going to put you by so you can speak a little louder so they can hear you. But I'm going to ask you a question about being a mother because you're in your 30s now. And she said, I had, oh, Joanne said she had help. She had mother there, Auntie Camaria. You know what, um, Joanne? I had a lot of help with my kids too growing up. I had my sisters and my mother. So the time went by very, very fast. So that kind of, that helped me a lot, a lot, lot. Because otherwise, if I'd have been on my own, I wouldn't have known what to do. I really wouldn't. Now, Tisha, I'm going to ask you a question about the mother. Because you are a mother. You're doing an excellent job. What does being a mother mean to you? Um, I guess being a mother is... 24-7 caring for somebody else, their well-being, their health, um, and making sure they survive the day. <laughs> you said that they just survive the day. <laughs> you know, because Sometimes we don't... it's just a day-to-day thing. It's saying uh-huh. in recovery, you take it one day at a time. As parents, sometimes you just can only take it one day at a time. That's true. It's just That's what's true. going on. That is true. And a lot I of can parents, only survive what is going on right now in this instance, and we'll worry about the rest later. <laughs> you said later. You know, and I, when I was a kid growing up, I used to always, um, I was very impatient as a child. Later didn't make sense to me when I would be talking to mother. If I wanted something, I wanted it now. And when my mother would try to teach me things, because being a mother is like being a teacher. It's being a coach. It's being a leader. You have to set examples. Oh, you already told me that. You're somebody you know, else you got, in the whole world. Correct, correct. You are. And you don't know how you're going to shape and mold that. And, you know, and the thing is you do your best. And you don't want to parent as a guilty parent. But, you know, I want to speak on this a little bit, Tisha, because there's a lot of young adults out there. Even I remember when some of your friends started losing their parents and their parents started passing. You know, sometimes we see kids, because I know like I was growing up, a lot of my adult friends, they kind of took advantage of their parents, or they was one that had so much, you know, they all these demands on their parents, and now I watch some of them as a parent, and they're not as far, they, they are so far from being as loving, affectionate, and caring as their parents were with them. Now, what would you say? say in regards to when you was growing up and just have a mother? Because you was one that always tried to give me little gifts for Mother's Day. I still got a lot of stuff you made. Mm-hmm. What was your question? I'm sorry. Honoring your mother as a child. How should children honor their mother on Mother's Day? Or how did you view your mother as a child? Um, for For me, it was a little different because we were in a single parent home. So in being in a single parent home, you see all the work, hard work and sacrifice that that one person does to take care of not only, you know, one child, but in our situation, two children, you know, try to run the household, try to go to school and better themselves and, you know, be more than, than what their parent was. Um, (laughs) But, you know, you have to take that into appreciation. But as we know, not all children appreciate that. I got one that is not really appreciative of of, of a hard working single parent right now. Because it's all about him, 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 him. And not the sacrifices everybody else has to make, you know, to 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 make sure that he has everything that he needs. And sometimes mm-hmm. as parents we give too much. Whereas mm-hmm. we want our kids to have more than what we have. Um, mm-hmm. I know with Ryder, it, it really irritates me. Every time we go somewhere, he always wants what somebody else got. Like mm-hmm. we can't get it ourselves. So I find myself overcompensating to make sure he has 
everything, so he's not begging for somebody else's stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, you stop asking people for their stuff. You know, that's interesting because growing up with my mother, my mother was a single parent, and when my sister would do that, she get whooped for that. When we would go to people's house, she would touch their stuff or want to eat their food. My mother would be so mad. And I don't, I didn't know if it was that my mother thought that we didn't think she was good enough or that we didn't appreciate her or what it was. But my mother would get home. It was like a video that I sent you the other day, and the mother had all her kids lined up telling them what they bet not do, what they bet not say, what they bet yeah. not do. <laughs> you try to prep your kids so your kids will be embarrassed mm-hmm. that you as a mother. Like you had, it's not really about the child because the child wants what the child wants, but it's more about the parent because other parents are looking at you like, you didn't bring that for your child. You were not prepared. So it's it's that other aspect of being a parent and being judged by other parents mm-hmm. is that mm-hmm. you don't sit up in here embarrassing me in front of these people. You mm-hmm. know, because we, we, go, we go to a sports camp in Newport Beach. Now, we black people from Compton <laughs> going all the way to Newport Beach. They're already looking at us like we're crazy because we at the beach. They're already looking like, where is the other person? Because this child is mighty light. And yet, mm-hmm. <laughs> at the beach, you know, taking people's stuff. Uh-huh. It's like, Ryder, come on now. Stop acting like this. Stop acting like we're poor. Stop acting like we don't have these things. Mm-hmm. Can I have your thing? Can I play with it? And they, you know, slightly afraid that he's going to run off with it. Oh, so my goodness. Wow. them. We're not going to steal your toy. He just is very interested in it. Ryder, make sure you give them their toy back. Don't mm-hmm. go too far. So that is well, that you know what? And, and that's a good thing that you're doing is cultivating him because my mother used to do that. My mother would take us camping, you know, because she worked out individuals from all different types, all different ethnicities. So things wasn't a, sh- a shock to us. My mother, even though – she, oh, women, Joanne po- posted something with the Lavelle said, don't ask for nothing, don't touch nothing, don't look at it. That is yeah. so true. <laughs> so true. <laughs> but what I was saying is my mother, she cultivated us by having us around so many diverse individuals. So it wasn't a shock to us. But then what my sister would do is around the holidays, because Pee Wee had all, it seemed like Pee Wee was the rich in the family. So she would have all the toys, all the gifts and nothing. We would go down there like she was just didn't have nothing. Boy, when we got home, oh, we yeah, any trouble. he doesn't have nothing. He don't ever get anything new. I'm like something new. Like wow. I went on a one one income. Like you need to knock it off. But you know what the thing is, and I want to, like I said, and I, I honor you for the teacher because the one thing you always said, I don't know if it was because you watched me as a mother, but you said, I will not be a single mother. I am not going to be no single mother. And yeah, the one look at me now. <laughs> that was they the one said, thing you did. Stop, they said you got to tell God his plans, and he's going to have another plan for you. <laughs> I am not gonna be raising no kid by myself. And now sometimes you just be looking like, I can't do this. Lord, why did I you know, and so but the thing is writer needed you in his life. He really needed you in his life. You're doing a great job, even though you did not ask for that, you're doing a great job. Uh, Joanne said something, Joanne Green said something about never seeing nerves. Oh, I, girl, I'll be like getting on my last nerve, my last nerve. But the thing is, you're doing a great job with Ryder, and hopefully I would appreciate that. Because just the other day, no, you had him ride with me home, I think. And he said, mm-hmm. do you think my mom missed me? Did my mommy miss me yet? So he wants you it seems like sometimes he try to test you to see if you love him. And so he'll be like, does she miss me? Does she want me? I'm like, yes, your mother miss you and your mother love you. So we start talking about the laughter, the lots of laugh and giggles. When you enter into a home, it's easy to identify if there's kids living there. You know, so you know, you can feel. Oh, yeah, because it's a mess. 
You say teacher. You can tell kids it's in a mess. It's there. a mess somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That that is so true. That's, I'm so glad I didn't clean my house up there. So I'm trying to get rid of all kids stuff. When I saw that baby bed, I was like, uh, uh-uh, this baby got to go. <laughs> got to go. But you can't because you gotta find toys. You gotta find something. You know, and a lot of times when we start talking about that, you know, sometimes you'll find joy, you'll find love, especially like around the holidays. So I'm gonna ask you the question: What is the best thing about being a mother for you? Um, I think there's, it's little moments. You catch little moments with them where you can tell that they're really happy or joyful or they say something that catches you off guard. And that's it worth it is once they say something that catches you off guard and, and it's just like, oh, wow, like you are really watching, you are really trying or I didn't realize you really loved that that much. Like, thank you. Mm-hmm. They 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 have their they little moments that make you appreciate it. Or you get proud moments when they're, you know, playing sports, when you're trying to help them practice on something. Or, you know, sometimes with us it's our homework. Um, trying, you know, now I try to make him do it um, a little bit by himself, read the instructions and have him, you know, do it by himself without me standing over him and him just being like, I did it. You know, mm-hmm. seeing him have those little moments, um, I think that's probably the best part right mm-hmm. now. You know, one of mine, when you were saying that, the best thing about being a mother for me was those moments. You know, I enjoy going to you and watching you and Reggie perform. I enjoyed watching you. When you, I'll never forget when you were six and you wanted to be in a talent show. I was like, no, no, baby, you don't want to be in a talent show. The people are going to be mean. And just you standing there at six singing was just one of those proud mummy moments for me. You know, watching you play basketball, watching you, you know, graduate high school and college and you know, just those things, and you just never gave me any problems. Those were just those, those the best thing about being a mother, you know. And I know that other things happen along the way that go along with that because no kid is perfect, not at all. By far, our kids perfect. But those were just, like I said, those memorable moments. I still have you guys' these little things you made in, in kindergarten and first grade, and you know, because I'm a, a pet rat, so I keep everything. So those are just the things that you remember. And sometimes kids, I guess Mother's Day is those days where you want to acknowledge your mother for being there. And I'm not saying that everybody had a great mom because they didn't. There are mothers that have been abusive. There's mothers that have been on us and alcohol. But you got to learn to forgive them for those things and not carry that because it's not going to make you look any better by saying, I'm not going to go visit my mother on Mother's Day. And I've heard people say that. You know, it's Mother's Day. Well, I don't want to go see her. She's there for me. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. Really? Well, I think, and you know, people say they did the best they could with the tools that they had at the time. Go. And you can't fault them for that. You have to take it and, and move on from it. Or you can try to now give them more tools and resources, but you have to give them the opportunity um, to learn and grow. If you don't give them the opportunity you can no longer blame them. You, you're you now putting the blame on yourself because you're not giving them that opportunity to know you, to grow with you, or to learn from their past behavior. Mm-hmm. You know, and one thing I tell individuals is sometimes I have to teach people how to treat you. And that's one of the things that I had to do with my mother. My mother didn't know how to deal with me as an adult. And I had you as my backup. So you always knew when, when stuff would be about to go bad, you'd be like, come on, Mom, let's go. <laughs> and I'd be like, okay, teacher, Mom, time to go. I guess you was observing. You was watching things in our family. Even at our mm-hmm. at your great-grandmother's house, at Mama's house, you would know, um, time to go, time to go. So you always had that mother. people would always be like, oh, you're so quiet. Oh, you don't do – no, I need to watch and see what's happening. I need to see how everybody is shifting. You're laughing now, but I understand that that comment hurts your feelings. Where are you going? Will you go into your car? It's time for me to go. 
are you going to your car? I didn't see how your face turned. Oh, God, so I was, I'm, I'm, I'm still observing. I have to observe everything, so I don't want to be caught up in nobody crossfire. You was very observant all your life. You was observant. You be like, uh, Mom, I say I get all comfortable. I'm ready to go to sleep. You be like, uh, Mom, let's go. Time to go. Time to go. You know, being around your, your grandmother and your great grandmother and your aunties and all of that. You know, because sometimes when we come from a female predominant family, these things they have it. Another thing about being a mother is they are to make their children feel love. No bad, you know, and a lot of times parents judge themselves. Okay, Joanne is saying, I always tell people to look in the mirror. When you know better, you do better. Our parents did what they learned from the And that is true, Joanne, because most parents do parent the way they parent it. They do. Because sometimes I watch T-shirt writer, and I just sit back, and I'd be like, ooh, that looks like something I would have did. Or we tried her best to do things differently, to have a little patience, to, you know, to talk him out or talk with him and, you know, try to be patient with him. Because I had very little patience, even when I was younger. So some of the things that, like I said, with Reggie, what happened is I watched my grandparents go through all of this wayward craziness and womenness and and I, I vowed to just not be that type of mother. I'm no. I'm not gonna be sitting there hollering and fussing with no girl talking about she's pregnant, but yeah. I told good luck, Chuck. Wish you the best. You know, the work for you. Because I'm not the one. I am so not the one. So teacher, what are some of the Yeah, but the, this new age of parenting where you have to talk to your child and 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 whatnot, it's created a new problem where you have a, a whole generation that is not fully respectful because they yep. feel that they have a seat at the table and a saying in the matter. Mm-hmm. And then, you again, you have to overcompensate when you're around certain people because they feel like you're not going to give them a whooper for what they just said. But new age parenting says I'm supposed to let them say their feelings. So it's like, well, which one is it? You know, that that brings up another topic today, Keisha. I don't know if you were watching the news today, but they had on the news, I don't forgot what state it was, but there's a principal that just got placed on administrative leave because she paddled a student. And the vice principal was there, too, and the, the kid was doing something. The kid was about six years old. So the kid was doing something. So the principal took the paddle and spanked the child on the butt twice. Then they said that the child, the principal um, degraded the child. She wasn't a child. You know, if your mother saw you do this, da 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 And they took it, and now they're basically talking about having the principal arrested. But then as I watched another news feed on that, it was saying that the parent was there, but the parent was like an immigrant, and the parent, so she couldn't say anything because she was an illegal immigrant. But my thing is, you know, most mothers, they don't care who you are. If you attack their child in front of them, that mother, he ain't going to come out, that mother there, and it's going to be all bad because a mother is going to protect her child no matter mm-hmm. what. It didn't make sense to me how is it that the principal swatted the child twice with a paddle in front of the parent, but then now it's all on the news. So like you said, but then we yeah. got these kids nowadays that are not respecting their parents or their teachers because they think you can get away with it. Now there's a thin line between abuse and discipline, you know, and, and words do matter. You don't want to say words that's going to put a person down, but you want to make sure that when you're being a mother that you are motherly and you're caring for your child. So did you did you, have you did you see that or hear that on the news or on Facebook about the principal? No. no yeah, so that was no, one of those not. things that was like mm. I remember when I was in middle school, we had a principal used to swat kids. Even though I wasn't the best student, that man ain't never hit me with no pedal. Because he told my mother that doesn't sound like it was that doesn't sound like it was public school. That sounds like it was more of like a private school or or something like that. With the way that you're talking, because schools wouldn't dare 
Well, in, from what they I would saw, lose what I heard on a news, in, it, it must have been in Florida. In Florida, there are, I think it's still a certain number of districts that if you can If you heard a, a story with a person from Florida, that, <laughs> Florida. I want to hear about it if you came from Florida. <laughs> they said that some of the school districts allow you to pedal your paddle the kids, but this particular county didn't allow it, but the people did it anyway. So I'm mm. like, wow. Now, so the worst thing about being a mother, what's the worst teacher for you? The worst? For me, the worst is having to deal with uh, discipline at school because I, did, I didn't do the crime. I, didn't, I wasn't misbehaving. I behave all the time. Why we both got to be in trouble? What's this have to do with me? That seems like that's their situation they need to fix. Correct. Correct. And I know that's a challenge because it seems like the parent is being or mother is being judged, but you don't raise writer like that. Writer just, um, I guess, be acting like a fool. Yeah, because I, I, I used to get in trouble at school when I was a kid, you know. As a person, as a kid that did, does not get in trouble, having to answer to the kid that is getting in trouble, it's like, well, wait a minute. I, I don't get in trouble. I don't do, I'm getting in trouble behind you. That's true. And that's what my mother used to say. My mother used to say, when you go out there, Jeanette, and you have food, they don't see you. They see me. And I didn't know what she meant by that. I really didn't until I see how individuals now First one to blame the parent, and it's not always the parent. It, it really isn't, because you'll redirect, you talk about it, right? You come up with stuff that I just be like, who? But my mother used to always tell me with Reggie when I call my mother and be, uh, going off and Reggie this, the teacher's taking enough Reggie, making it seem like I'm a bad parent. I was like, but 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 he's not doing this at home. He, I don't know where this stuff is coming from. He, Reggie would go to and school the school and forever. Forever. The school's first point at home. And it's like, yes. has anything changed in the home? Well, has anything changed at your school? Let's start there first. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now, what, what the information I'm looking at, Tisha, and it talks about being another, it gives you a purpose in life. Kids give your life a purpose. That being said, they strongly believe that raising kids shouldn't be the sole purpose of a woman's life because it shouldn't be, because you got to balance things out. A lot of times back in the day, a lot of mothers, their whole life evolved around their children. And because of that, not back in the day, that's still going on now. It do, it do. But even so, some individuals have a hard time letting go or finding that balance. And then that becomes a problem because from what I've seen sometimes is it gives kids a sense of entitlement or they think that their parents are supposed to make it all about them. Now, but once you raise your children or you raise your kids, raising them well becomes another purpose of your life. See, a lot of times even being a mother, many parents struggle with parenting adult children. Because that is a whole different topic within itself, is trying to make sure that you maintain, your, stay in your lane, you're balancing things out, and allowing them to be grown and make mistakes. Because being a mother don't mean I got to fix all your mess, all the stuff that you do. What is your take on that, Tisha? Because I don't think you're going to be the type of parent that writer going to be able to just come do stuff and be running high up under you either. I don't think you're going oh, to no, that. Oh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. It don't happen now. I'm not one of those parents. Not my child. I know who did it. <laughs> I, if you tell me the situation, I know if he did it or not. I'm not going to sit here and lie and act like he didn't. Now, some stuff yep. do surprise me, and I'd be like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm not one of those that's going to be like, oh, you can you – can, um, not him. He's not like that. I'm not going to be the one on the news sitting up here lying. Uh-uh. Because it's too many facts. facts. Point at you. Be like, well, I remember when. Uh-uh. Nope. Not catching me in no lie. <laughs> just but man, he I'm did not what he did. He has to take the consequences. I remember uh, my auntie had posted something. It was a while back, and it was something that was posted about would you lie for your child or would you go to jail? Something like, would you go to jail 
for your child, if your child had to do a certain number of years, people are like, give me my orange jumpsuit. I'm like, oh, heck no. I'm Absolutely not. not. I've seen the inside. I know how it works. No, thank you. <laughs> he said, no, thank you. I ain't doing it. Now, one of the things he talks about, and they talk about being a mother, and the children makes your marriage longer. That's not always the case. Because sometimes individuals think that if they have children, it's going to make their marriage stronger. It's going to give them things to do. You know, you want to make sure that with that being said, that you are with a partner and you guys are on the same page when it comes to parenting and raising your children. Because even I though think that, you know, that, um, I think that comment is more so like for older, not older kids, but like elementary age kids meaning that they give them something to do. They have more extracurricular activities and sports and, and things mm-hmm. that parents can be involved with. So I think that's mm-hmm. what they mean by that. Mm-hmm. And that is true because a lot of times it don't always make your marriage better. What about having children or being a mother make you a better person? Because you do have uh, someone I think sometimes it does. Um because you can have some some qualities that you didn't have before. Uh, so mm-hmm. sometimes it brings out the better in you. Um, mm-hmm. It can make you more, more patient, more compassionate, um, more understanding. Uh, like if you are a supervisor at work, you, you'd be more understanding to other parents that you supervise and the erratic schedules um, because mm-hmm. they come up or, you know, kids get sick. So it can make you, uh, give you more empathy. I think, mm-hmm. at times. But it could also work in the opposite way where, you know, that particular person, they're not enjoying parenting hood, and it can make them the absolute worst. <laughs> you said just not enjoying parenting hood. Like, I don't want to go home to these kids. <laughs> these kids, ooh-wee, ooh-wee. Because, I mean, it's not all rainbows and sunshine. It really isn't. Mm-hmm. That's true. That that is that is so true. And like I said, being a mother, I guess I don't know because I worked, I went to school, I coached, I did a lot of different things. So I was very very involved. And I know you not well, for you always, but it seemed like I was more involved in Reggie's sports than your sports, and trying to make sure. Cause I I just wanted to make sure that he didn't turn out to be like his father or my uncles or. So I tried to do a little bit more to have a different type of relationship with him, but I didn't want to have a dysfunctional mother-daughter relationship either because I noticed how young men are with their mothers versus some daughters are with their mothers. And also, like I said, sons with their mothers because, you know, your dynamic is a little different with you and Ryder than it was with Reggie and I. Reggie and I was never close like that because Reggie was more with his granny or wanting to be with his granny. It was like, obviously, it didn't matter. And then that's when you oh, and I would That's be. a misperception. You don't understand mm-hmm. how many times I hear, I want to be with my granny. I want to be with my papa. I don't <laughs> want to live here anymore. <laughs> so don't, don't think. <laughs> Don't think it's wow. rainbows and sunshine. You said he'd be like, I want to go live by granny. You know, I showed somebody a video of Ryder when he played like he was sick, like his foot was messed up, so he can get to Oceanside to go to the doctor. And I'd be going, but I got to hear him get down to Compton because I know my grandson will look down here. So I, I got to because Ryder mm-hmm. is not happy. Ryder is going to manipulate, he's going to find his way to get what the heck he wants. And now he's talking about he wants to go to Papa John. <laughs> wow. Mm-hmm. wow! 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 It's more so when they are receiving that that discipline, or when they are not getting what they want. And a child is going to revert to that because that's just what they do. Mm-hmm. When they don't get what they want, they want to go somewhere where they can get what they want. Mm-hmm. But uh, reality check, mm-hmm. and that's one that's of the not so fun parts of being a parent is that having is to be consistent and sticking to what you say. You ask me a million questions, the same thing. Do you think my answer is going to change? No, it's not. What did I say the last time you asked me? Well, you know what? Those are the not the fun parts of being a parent. Correct, correct. And you know what? And that's another thing is also when you have more than one child, fear is not always equal. You know, uh, one of the things about being a mother, 
and being an adult now, and like I said, I was 42 when my past, I learned to see my mother differently when I got in my 40s than I did when I was a teenager in our, in elementary school. Because, boy, we did not get along. <laughs> we just did not get along. But she was trying to instill something in her daughters that she didn't have. She was working, she was doing things, she was setting things up in a way to where she wanted life to be different for us, but she was afraid. I know she was afraid for me because I was a risk taker. I was her most challenging child. And she didn't know what to do. Like she said, she wore her Bible out. But I appreciate her, and I appreciate the thing. Sometimes it drives me nuts because a couple weeks ago, the teacher, when I was there cutting my grass, I said, ooh, I wish my mother wouldn't have never had me out there cutting grass, working on cars, working da 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 You know, but I appreciate that because as her being a mother, she knew she had to pave the way, show me some things, you know, I ain't said everything she showed well, me was appropriate. Well, she had to teach you. She had to teach you not to depend on others. That's true. Wait a minute. Joanne just said something. I did too, Joanne. She said I thought my mother was evil. I did too. I thought she was evil. I thought she was mean. I couldn't stand her. I did not like that woman. I would be like, oh, I don't like you. And and I and I strive to hard not to be like her. But if you look at us, sometimes I hate looking in the mirror because I look just like that woman. But I appreciate now what she was trying to do because it it started making sense. Because my mother would say, well, keep living, keep living. I'm not your friend. In keep her living. era of growing up, you had to rely on a man. Only a man could these things and get these things and mm-hmm. and were able to open up bank accounts and, and whatnot, buy houses, have bills in mm-hmm. their name. It wasn't for women to do. So she had to teach you and and your sisters these things so that way you didn't have to depend on a man that you knew how to fix the car so you wouldn't be gypped out of your money or feel like, you know, had you had to be the damsel in distress because you didn't know what was going on with your car or that you didn't know how to fix your yard and somebody take advantage of you. She did that purposefully mm-hmm. because that's all she knew, so she taught you what she knew. True. That's true. Because you know what? When I got home, I think I texted you when I got home yesterday, but I didn't get finished at 10 o'clock putting the stuff out, the, the stove and the dishwasher, cleaning the garage out with J.C., you know, and then I told JC he can have some of them food cabinets, a new thing, and he took all the tools. I was like, uh-uh, no, that was my mama's and my granddaddy's tools. I need my tools. And I mean, she was like, what you going to do with them tools? Because I need tools. So we were taught things. You know, Joanne said something. She said, I never looked at my mom as a woman. That is true. Now, you know, looking at as, as a mom, a, that's, that's all. Yep, as a mom, not as a woman. And so we can learn a lot from our mothers if we just sit back and reflect. And like I said, you know, Joanne, I commend you guys because your mother is still here. And I love your mother dearly. I love talking to Mother mother Stale, Mother Park. I'll be up there cracking up because they give you wisdom and you appreciate those things. And Mother's Day is just one of those days that they set aside to honor your mother. You know, to sit there and spend time with your mother. It's like when we were looking at Pee Wee with Dietje. We were like, ooh, Pee Wee don't look the same no more. You know, looking at, you know, I'm glad that Dietje now has the opportunity to be there with her mother and spend that time and bonding with your mother because you only go have one mother. You know, you may have people that come into your life and pour into your life and invest into your life because I was glad that I had those things because that's what kind of kept me sane. So because if I had to just deal with my mother by myself, oh, Lord, ain't no telling what the hell would happen. But, <laughs> but I'm glad I had other people there for me. Now, what are your plans for Mother's Day, Tisha? What I really want or what's going to happen? Well, what do you really want? I really want to just uh, 
be in a nice hotel room all by myself where I could just sleep and watch TV all day, all alone. Okay. All right. That's what you want to do? That's what I would have loved to have happened, but that's not going to happen. Because Why? Because when you have a child, you don't get to have when you have a child, you don't get to have an alone day without talking to nobody. There's no, always somebody you gotta you, answer to you, check up on. I might let you have that. I might let you have that because you know what? That was what I wanted for my birthday, and it was so peaceful to just have a hotel room that I can go in and out of, watch TV, lay down. Girl, that felt good. So I know what that feel like. I know what that feel like. So I might just give you that. I might just give you that. So I might just take Ryder, and we might just go somewhere, and we might just do something that Sunday. And, um, I'm, and I'm, gonna get, I'm going to get 511 phone calls. No, I'm not going to call you. <laughs> I'm not going to call you. I'll give you that. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll find something. I'll find something for Ryder and I to do because I wanted to go um, roller skating is what I wanted to do. But I don't know if there's any roller skate rink that's going to be open on Sunday or whatever. I'll give you that. I don't know where you're going to get room at because you know I get free room at Paula, but I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> Paula got a nice room. I don't know if it's going to be any available on Mother's Day. So that 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 can work itself out. I'll take the day and I'll spend the day with him and I'll find us something to or someplace to go or do something. We'll do that. Okay, because I know, I mean, like I said, I still got to make my trip to the cemetery. I got to do that. I still need to go see Miss Parks. And Joanne telling me Mother loves me, too. I know Mother still loves me. I know she do. But we have, a, we have a special relationship, even though she got all your kids, all her kids. So I know she loves me. <laughs> so when we start talking about something, asking you, Joanne, somebody keep texting me and sending me stuff. Joanne, what are you going to do for Mother's Day? You're texting me on Facebook. What are your plans for Mother's Day? So I'm waiting here, Joanne. You know the response is not going to come that quick. Oh, I know. She's texting me on Facebook, so she's sending me the day. I know. Mom is not calling a text on Facebook. She's messaging you. She's leaving a comment. It's not called texting on Facebook. You know I don't be knowing that stuff. I be thinking it's like a text message. When she's messaging me on Facebook, no, you're right. She's sending me a, a, not a text, but a message. She's sending me a message of what she's going to do. So if you are having an estranged relationship with your mother and you think that getting even with her is by not seeing her on Mother's Day, that's not the time to do that. You know, we have to learn how to let some things go, how to forgive individuals, especially if they did the best that they could. If they did not do the best that they could, but they turned their life around, get to know who they are now. Because you cannot be the judge, the jury, and the executioner, especially your parents, because when you do that, you will turn into them. Joanne said, well, Morgan already brought me a recliner, so I agree with Tisha. I would love a few days at night hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, like, that's what people want to do? Well, you know what, Tisha, I'm going to tell you, the, um, the, 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 what was it, the Marriott and Irvine? Oh, my God, that hotel is nice. That is a nice hotel. So I'll call my friend. Maybe he probably can get you the hookup on that one. So I'll see if he can get you a room. So Zay used to be our other person that would get our hotel room. So I'll give Mr. Mr. P a call and see if he can hook you up in their mind. So, Tisha, what would you say to those that are in your age group that are dealing with um, mother issues in honoring or how to get through so many things for Mother's Day? Um, I think for the most part you have to find yourself a mom group, uh, and it's really hard uh, to find other moms that understand what you're going through that's not going to judge you, mm-hmm. um, that is going to give you uh, – sometimes you don't want advice, just you want somebody to listen. Um, mm-hmm. So finding that group of other moms that truly understand and get it, 
Uh, having a boy is a whole lot different than having a girl. So being mm-hmm. around gr- other girl moms is not helpful to me because I'm like, mm-hmm. you don't understand these boys. <laughs> you know, <laughs> being around other boy moms is more helpful for me. But then, you know, although your kids get along, sometimes you just don't like the parent. Like, I, I, I don't want to deal with that person today. Oh, you know what that is, don't you? Yesterday when I looked up and we still had on the same clothes smelling like a boy, I said, oh, right, you know, right, you know I can do this. <laughs> I can't do this, right? See, I'd have been so, like, yeah, it's, it's, water hole. what'd you say? I said it's just, you know, finding a group of people you can vent and release to, um, mm-hmm. finding somebody that can be supportive of you, um, no matter mm-hmm. if it's good things or bad things that are going on. As we're talking, I just got a text from the school because uh, it's Teacher Appreciation Week, and I know how, how much my child get on their nerves. So, of course, I have to do extra to make sure we don't get kicked out. <laughs> <laughs> you said I've got to do extra to make sure we don't so get kicked out. Oh, you know, they God. just sent me that message. Keep one of the delicious treats. God bless you. Uh-huh. You say. I have to do extra because I have an extra child. <laughs> but, you know, it's doing those kind of things and making sure that you have a connection with the, the school so that way you know what's yes. going on with your child. Um, and then making sure you have a separate group of friends that you could just go out with and be yourself pre-children. Um, because sometimes that's needed. You know, a mm-hmm. lot of people now only know you as a mom. You have to go back to some of those those friends that know you before being a mom. And some mm-hmm. of them may be a mom now too, but at least you guys, you knew they knew you before. Mm-hmm. They knew what you liked and didn't like, and they can help you keep you on the path of your goal. And Correct. can remind you of that. Sometimes, Correct. you know, you you no longer find any commonality with them anymore, but you can mm-hmm. still help remind you of who you were and where mm-hmm. you want to be now. You know, when you were saying that, teacher, I was thinking about when you was a kid playing sports, we had our basketball mom. You know, me and Stephanie Kim, we would still go out, hang out. We would, you know, so I would always connect with other like-minded moms, and we would. We would vent. We would have good times. We would... You know, so that kind of helped us get through some of the things. And now that our kids are older, we don't connect like we used to because being a mother of adult children is just as taxing or less challenging as is being a mother of a younger child when you would have play dates. You know, sometimes even as a therapist, when I'm talking to mothers that are dealing with their children, I just sit back and I laugh and I let them vent because I know they're going through something. But I get it. I understand. And that's what you want is somebody to understand and not judge you. So for all of you out there that are mothers, I want to say happy Mother's Day. And if you have a mother and your mother is still alive, please make sure that you acknowledge your mother. You know, whether it's a flower, whether it's a gift, whether it's money, whether it's taking them out, whether it's spending time with them, whether it's pampering the spa day. But just honor your mother on Mother's Day. So I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you, Tisha, for joining me. I appreciate it. Thank you, Joanne, for sending me the messages. Well, Tisha said messages, but yeah, it is messages. I said texts. But thank you. I appreciate you, too. And tomorrow I want to talk about how we are operating in faith because Many individual states are being challenged based on what they're seeing, what's going on in their life, what's going on in the world, and sometimes that's all we have. We've got to go back to having the faith of a mustard seed. So we're going to be talking about walking or living in faith. Talk to you later. Thank you for joining me at Purchase Predicaments, Blog Talk Radio. Talk to you later, Tisha. Bye-bye. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.